start with honorable mentions? Yeah, I guess we, we can just we, get yeah. to them at the end, I guess. Yeah, I think so. So, uh, number 20. Number 20. Number 20. <laughs> I was actually surprised how quickly I was able to put together 20 horror movies. I had a tougher time ranking them. It wasn't that hard for me to rank them. I made a list of like 22 movies. There were times... I, yeah. I, I was able to like pick movies that I was like... I feel about the same level of love for these two sure. movies. Sometimes it was harder for me to like narrow it down. But then I was just like, what would I rather watch right now? And yeah. That's how I did And you it. worked from the back to front. I did. I worked from front to back because I didn't know how many... See, I think I that's harder. Like, I think that's why uh-huh. you had a harder time. Yeah, but I, I had too many movies. I'm like, I don't know how I can... Oh, how you're going to cut them off. Yeah, right. Yeah. 20, Dan, what's your number 20? What just number made Number 20, uh, Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer. Did you really your mama i guess i did she must have treated you real bad she's a whore Oof. <laughs> that's a it's a movie i've suggested us doing on the podcast it's a hard i watch. will i will do it i will do it it's a movie like i've seen it like half a, a lot of weird jokes i want to tell <laughs> about that movie yeah for those of you who haven't seen it it's like a pretty accurate to my knowledge um portrayal of what it would be like if a guy was like really a serial killer it's not fun no there's no it's like i mean i guess it's a horror movie but it's more it's just it's different than any other horror movie i've ever right. seen That's especially about a horror movie like a, about someone you know like i i mean you wouldn't call it a slasher obviously but it is kind of in that it's just a non-supernatural film about you know a guy who kills people for no reason yeah, you his know bad home life you know yeah. his, the girl he's kind of seeing in the movies you know her dad had beat her and molest her and stuff like it's a really it's a rough watch so yeah so that's why it's, very it's dark so it's, it's at number 20 because it is a movie though that like i mean i've seen it half a dozen times which is about five more than most people have seen the movie why have you seen it that many times i don't know i i, I find it very captivating like it really it is it's a movie <laughs> like, like i said it's a movie that, like the lens for, through which i watched it was to make a lot of like really dark jokes during it which <laughs> made it like far more palatable i still like i've seen it twice and that's enough Sure. Um, well, and like for me, like the, uh, along with like my number one movie, which most people, fans of the show already know, but it's like one of the movies that really like I couldn't stop thinking about it after I saw it for the first time. Yeah, because you were like, oh my God, I'm a murderer too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's your number 20? Number 20, I put Psycho. We all go a little mad sometimes. Oh, nice. It's um, a great one. No one could argue with that. I love this banter. Yeah, dude, it's good. Um, yeah, I I just rewatched it recently, and over the Halloween season, and I, I think it looks great. I love Janet Lee's character. She's so compelling um, because she's totally flawed, and she makes like a huge mistake. And I love the narrative of the movie and how. Yeah. I I like thinking about the audiences who first saw that movie. I love Anthony Perkins acting in the movie and how kind of batshit he is and how he's like so childlike in certain scenes, but you know, like a psycho murderer too. So there's just, there's a lot of cool stuff going on. I mean, obviously hugely influential. Uh, A lot of things about it that really hold up in the character work that 
for, is why it lands in my list. There's things about it that just you don't see. And it's like whenever something gets picked up in, in a genre like this, like horror, some of the qualities that make it a standout film, like the acting and the character work and, and the, you know, the plot twists in the narrative, those are the things that never translate in a ripoff. It's just, hey, remember that shower scene where she was naked and they, they were stabbing her, you know? Right. Like, that's the kind of thing that the kind of crude stuff that gets remembered but it's like that that's really more it's affecting because of all the work that was put in around that like super violent scene so yeah um i I don't know on rewatch it's it's not the stuff you necessarily remember about the film sure you know that stands out i guess so ending's a little weak the ending is terrible, <laughs> but I absolutely love, and we'll talk about this when we talk about Psycho. At you're some talking point. about the Vince Vaughn version, yeah. Right? <laughs> no, I love Norman Bates runs into the room with his mom's dress with the knife in the air and his like creased smile. It's so funny. It looks like a Saturday Night Live sketch. You know, you like it's that like movie, very cheesy moment. But yeah. what if they they added jack off noises? <laughs> <laughs> like, wouldn't that make it better? I mean, obviously, yes. <laughs> Any film would be improved by <laughs> little, little like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the sound. I wonder if they like really worked at getting like. Okay, it's got to kind of sound like his dick eyes opening and closing Ew, as he pulls uh... the skin back. <laughs> That doesn't make a sound. It does, yeah. If you're going hard enough. Okay, well, that's, that's information I never needed to know, but... Sure. Now, did you write a... Um, you're supposed to write some Bennigan's drops for the... Uh, Number 19. <laughs> Number, Number 19. 19. You want me to go now? Yeah, I go guess for we'll it. switch yeah. back and forth. Yeah, let's do it. I put the green room. Where are the police? They've come and gone. Got a little complicated. Which we've d- mm-hmm. done on this show. I really liked it. It's always a little weird, and I was hesitant, like, when you, you're doing a movie that's, like, even, you've been watching for a, a couple of years, it's like, yeah. you you want to include some newer movies, but, mm-hmm. like, I feel like you really need, you know, I like to give it a little space, and like, okay, yeah, it, is it really worthy? We talked about it for... It's hard. It's hard with a new movie. It's This is the same struggle that I ran into um, when making my list. I made a really bold choice. With a new movie. I made a couple bold choices with newer movies, and um, I'm just going to go ahead and stand by them. Yeah. Green Room, uh, part of the reason, we'll get into this too as we go along, but it uh, marketed as a horror film, mm-hmm. so it's, uh, it could easily be considered, I don't know, a thriller. A thriller. I don't know what you would call it otherwise. Thriller. I, you know, there are a lot of elements about it that make it feel less like a horror movie than, you know, many others. That are like just straight horror, but it's there a, are scenes of true horror in that film. It's one of the scarier movies I've it's seen. It's terrifying. Because like, also, like, I'm not really afraid of zombies or vampires. Yeah. I'm afraid of neo Nazis. Yeah, like that. They, scary shit. Yeah, they're not good. Yeah, I'm on board with that. I, I, I think definitely it's a horror movie, and I don't know. I stand by it because the, I think. That it is a shame to the genre when people take a piece of work that's like, oh, this is too... Because I think the the thing that sets it apart from other horror is like, 
it's um, a slice of life in a way that, right. you know, other horror movies aren't. And I don't know why horror can't have that quality. So mm-hmm. I think it does just feel like real life. There's not some, you know, psycho slasher killer. It's these very bad, evil people, you know? It's, yeah, it's more realistic. Too, yeah, that it's, way. That like it's, it's more it's... realistic, which I don't think disqualifies it at all. So... Um, my number 19 is Suspiria. Oh. You know, there's a lot of things about that movie that, you know, it's a little bit long and it's, uh, awkward at times, I guess, you know, but like the plot is kind of harder to follow. There's not that much happening, I guess. Yeah. But. It's always been a little slow for me, if I'm being honest. It's a little slow, but um, as you know, I am all about the atmosphere in horror. And And that that movie's got a lot of it. has it in spades, absolutely. The art deco and... Great use of color. Yeah, all the reds and the purples and the music from Goblin. Like, I love a horror movie that I feel like I can live in and... I'm happy to include that in my list. So I do want to see the remake. I'm hearing kind of mixed things about it, but I'm in the remake. <laughs> Are you one of the dancers? Yes, I'm the prettiest dancer. <laughs> That's what I'm credited as. <laughs> Dan O'Dwyer, the prettiest dancer. Yeah, the prettiest dancer playing himself. Well, they say <laughs> that's what everyone calls Dan. <laughs> All well, the time. <laughs> you know, and like I didn't get like in better shape or anything. They just like I move so sensually <laughs> that like everyone agreed. It's a weird thing to say about yourself. <laughs> uh, Number eighteen. Number eighteen. I've got Fright Night. Welcome to Fright Night. Fright Night. Oh, that's a good answer. Yeah, love the practical effects. Yeah, the effects are awesome. Yeah. And um And it's straight up funny too, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's one of those movies like uh, li- li- there's a few more of those on my list. It's a very Dan movie, I think you'd describe it as. And it, it part of what I like about it is it's the kind of thing you could only re- like it's just a bonkers movie that you don't get in other genres. Like No. You get I mean there's bonkers sci-fi movies yeah. and stuff, but it's like very horror. Mhm. Acting's good and it and like you said, the practical effects are awesome. Yeah, and it's just a fun movie, too. In addition to, like, still being, like, legit scary at times, you know? Yeah. Um, number 18, I have Cabin Fever. Yeah, he's a professor. Of being a dog? Oof, faced! Oh, nice. Yeah, um, I fucking love that movie. We probably watch it at least... We watch it once a year, I would say. Yeah. It's so- not scary (laughs) i don't know i think diseases are scary yeah it's just it's really a fun fun movie and it's it's in a class on its own it's so weird it's just like it's almost like a happy accident that it got made you know the acting debut of eli roth everyone's (laughs) favorite actor okay so number 17 i've got my bloody valentine Okay. 1982. I like that. Yeah. Um, we're probably going to be doing that pretty soon. Mm-hmm. I just got to coordinate that. But um, yeah, it's a movie I'd always heard, like, oh, it was part of that early slasher boom, but it was just kind of like the other ones. And I saw it and I ended up really liking it. Yeah, it's solid. It's real 70s, which I love. 
it's creative. Well, and like part of what the the movie was that I really like is it's like very consciously set in like a working class setting. Yeah. Because like generally slash movies with sort of upper class kids or it's like in the suburbs. And like I get that most people are going for like, oh, what are, you know, a lot of people is trying to just be in their lives like so they could picture themselves in it. Yeah. But I like that conscious choice. And uh, also now with the DVD, you get to see all the kills that were cut out because by 1982, they were starting to... The MPA was starting to get really strict about gore. Yeah, it's pretty gross. Yeah. <laughs> There's some, like, really gross kill scenes in that movie. Uh, what's your 17? Okay, here's where I took a little bit of a leap. I put the Halloween 2018. You feel it, don't you, Michael? You feel the mask. Oh, nice. Maybe. Um, I feel like, I don't know, maybe that's an emotional response, but because it truly is fan service and you know i've only seen the movie twice but there are some touches that i really loved and i don't think it is an easy task to pay you know tribute to a movie like halloween and to like do justice to characters like laurie and michael myers and I think they did it really well, and there's some things I there's things I didn't love about it, but there were sure. some things I really liked about it. So the scares were unique, and you know, kind of different from the original. They didn't lean on the old um, techniques. I think the aesthetics and the mood were really strong. They took kind of a risk in making the characters really fun and funny, which I think worked. Um, I think paid off ultimately. I don't. I think people make too many rules for like what horror is supposed to be sometimes, sure. and I I like that they went ahead with that choice. So yeah, there were a lot of things I liked about it. So I'm, I'm putting it on the list. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah. bold choice. Yeah, and, and to your point of like, uh, you know how like trying to do Halloween, well, a bunch of people have tried and they fucked it up. Yeah, like this is the first one. I was like, oh, that was really good. Yeah, it's not easy. Like as we discussed a lot. I- a lot of people will make the argument for H2O, and I do, I liked H2O, actually, but H2O Wait, it, is like a Scream ripoff. Yeah, it's like a Scream it's, movie it's set in the lazy. Halloween universe. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of lazy. So, they actually used music from Scream in the yeah. movie, you know? Well, like, it's like all the 80s Michael Myers right. kind of Friday the 13th movies. This like, felt so much more like Halloween than that to me, so... Mm-hmm. With while still being its own thing, which is really a feat. So, and they did the class, the thing too that a lot of different intellectual properties or whatever you want to call them um, mm-hmm. have done, where they just kind of jettison a big chunk of the backstory. Like when Doctor Who came back, they just got rid of it completely, yeah. and they slowly brought it back. In this movie, cutting out all the sequels, good move, yeah, because they got really dumb in the plot. Yeah, <laughs> so it's like, just ignore that stuff, yeah. guys. Which is the thing that more properties should just do. I w- mm-hmm. I'm still waiting for that sequel to Aliens. Yeah. That does away with 3 and Resurrection. And the Aliens vs. Predator yeah. movies. Number 16. I've got uh, Creature from the Black Lagoon. Oh, okay. It's uh, my favorite of the Universal Monster mm-hmm. movies. And, uh, yeah, it's it's one of my favorite guy in a rubber suits. Yeah, I love that movie. That's actually... I'll just go ahead and say that that's an honorable mention for me, because it, it got bumped off my list, but... It's just the... It was a, that was a tough decision, because 
I really love that monster. Yeah, and like I like the older Universal monster movies, like Dracula and Frankenstein and stuff. But this one, because it was made, it's the last one made. It was like it has more of a modern feel to it. Better acting across the board. And I just, it, I love the way that movie looks too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've never seen a movie look, that looked quite like that. Like there's yeah. other movies with like gothic castles and stuff, or plenty of them. But yeah. Just with the jungle and the black and white and yeah. the way the fish looks. Yeah. The fish man. The fish man. Fish man. <laughs> what do you got for 16? Uh, I've got Rosemary's Baby. What have you done to its eyes? He has his father's eyes. Yeah. Um, It is truly terrifying. The first time you see it, you really can't tell what's going to happen at the end. Um, at least I couldn't. Well, I saw the end first. Yeah, I had never seen the end of that movie before, so I really wasn't sure where it was going, and I'm so... Wait, you didn't know that it was like about giving birth to the Antichrist? Well, I've heard the term Rosemary's Baby. I guess I kind of knew that that was where it was going, yeah. but they do a pretty good job of like making yeah, it, it seem just, like I she might just was... be descending into madness. But or I like... thought it was just part of the pop like lexicon well and i right but i didn't know if that meant that she was going to be giving birth to the antichrist or if they were going to do something to the kid after it was born or like i i really didn't know like a little creature like a little imp coming out like a gremlin make a like a gremlin movie (laughs) i'm the devil and he's running around i didn't know how it was gonna end mischief would it be funny if it ended like that it's like Rosemary. That's the director's cut. I'm sorry. Continue. (laughs) Rosemary is, she's so helpless, the whole movie, and she knows what she needs to do. She knows that she's not safe, but everyone makes these decisions for her and, like, tells her what to do, and even when, like, when she goes to that other, her doctor, her old doctor, to be like, these people... They're unsavory people. They they have. I think they're in a cult, and this doctor's in on it. And da 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 da. da. And he asks like he's gonna help her, and he just calls the other doctor. You know, like uh, no one believes her. She has no one on her side. She has no support system. Like she's totally trapped. And so, I mean, I love. I think that this is probably true of most of the movies on both our lists is when you talk about like, what's the real horror here, you know? Yeah. And it's that she has no agency. And, yeah. Um, plus, it's just like a beautiful, artful film on top of it. Oh, yeah. It so, looks great. Yeah. It's, it's an awesome movie. So, and so weird and so disturbing and yeah, super affecting. Number 15, I've got Scream. Great answer. Yeah. Well, part of it for me, like, it's like, I mean, it was, you know, it's very influential in the genre, especially around the time I started going to the movies and stuff. But more than that, for me personally, like, it came out when I was like 14 or 13 or 14. So I saw it a bunch of times. We used to watch it on video all the time. So I actually saw Scream 2 in the theater like five times, <laughs> which is, it's not a very good movie. Yeah, that's the thing. Scream was like, I mean, for me, it was a big introduction to horror as well. I think for our age group, that's true because there's so many, it's so referential, but it's really a solid horror movie too. So it, it works in both yeah, those ways good to core. introduce you to like, you know, that genre. So yeah, I think it, it yeah, it could have been a, yeah, <laughs> I don't know what I was going to say. Uh, 15, at least. I have the Babadook. 
Oh, nice. So again, a question of where's the real horror here? And I just wish there was a little symbolism in the movie. It was <laughs> too straightforward for me. Um, it's so legitimately scary. Uh, the imagery of like the Babadook watching her and stuff like that, and like the scary violent scene she sees, and and it's so um, upsetting. Like the what was that sound? There's something weird in my throat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're gonna cut it so out. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Um, and just yeah, the story of like her grief and. Well, and also she had to worry about like you know, hurting her son or yeah and stuff, and that's really disturbing. Yeah. You know they call ACDC Akadaka down there. You know. I've never heard you say that. <laughs> well, fun fact for the listeners at home. Levels fifteen. Uh, number 14, I've got the Devil's Rejects. I am the Devil, and I am here to do the Devil's work. Okay. Movie we saw in the theater together, mm-hmm. and I uh, really liked it. Again, like, I know it stuck with me. It's a really good blend of, like, horror and comedy, and something, it's weird, because um, it's the only Rob Zombie movie I've seen that I've liked at all. Yeah. And most of his movies, I see the trailer. Terrible. And I'm like, oh, I don't want to see that shit. Makes horrible, horrible movies. But that, yeah, I mean, I enjoy. I think if he, I don't know. I would argue that he needs to have a little more fun with his movies. But then, like, I think he was going ape shit on House of a Thousand Corpses from like the little bit I've seen of it, and yeah. that movie is fucking terrible too. So yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's just not the right. He's a path for him. Well, it's he's got a weird mix of tones of like trying to be very bleak, but also like have humor in the movie. Like and like this movie is nihilistic, and it's funny, and it's super violent, and that's a really tough balance to strike. Yeah, and I don't think he's ever done it again. Right, Elise? Number. I think she's quiet. Fourteen. 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 Stop it. Sorry. I should really put the echo on all of them. Oh, did you just read your 14? Yeah. Yeah, I did the devil's rejects. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Um, mine is Get Out. My dad's claim to fame was beat by Jesse Owens in the qualifying round for the Berlin Olympics in 1936. Um, That's a new classic for me. Yeah, it's really good. I found it to be super rewatchable. It's another definitely a movie, you know, no symbolism. Like, where's the real horror here, you know, and why it's so effective. And, again, performances and, like, how fucking funny that movie is. Oh, yeah. Really, like, set it apart. So, like, just there's just layers of just, you know, social commentary and satire and allusions to old films, but not to the point of being derivative just uh, just an awesome movie yeah very very rich yeah it was really cool and folks if you want to hear more about it you should really yeah. check out our episode on the movie get out go into it great detail there i think you'll really enjoy it what? just trying to promote other episodes okay. you know also, you know... It's really weird having you look me in the eyes and <laughs> <laughs> like, really, like, 
cheesy promotion. All right. Well, speaking of cheesy promotions, <laughs> uh, you know, in the spirit kind of this episode, I thought we'd list like our three favorite menu items at Bennigan's. So I got to start with number three for me would be the Frisco melt, probably. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Elise, what's your favorite Bennigan's food item on the menu? Where are you going? It's okay. Now, uh, you, you folks can't see it at home, but there's the Bennigan's dancers dancing. And we got them live in studio here. Yeah. Shake it. Shake it back to Bennigan's. <laughs> I'm done. Making our show. <laughs> what? I'm not hijacking it. We've got sponsors, Elise. It's your number 13. Well, 13. Um, Mr. Jason Voorhees is in this, the 13th movie. Freddy vs. Jason. Freddy vs. Jason. Place your bets. Oh, First okay. movie we saw in the theaters. Yeah. A lot of these movies I've already named are better by m- almost any measurable mm-hmm. yardstick, but I really like this movie. It's a movie... I'm never like, oh, I don't want to watch that right mm-hmm. now. It's like fun. It's um, really if you're going to make a movie about Freddy and Jason fighting, I don't think you could have done much better than this. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty perfect in that way. Um, yeah, it's a great answer. I have the Wicker Man at number thirteen. Oh, nice. A heathen, conceivably, but not, I hope, an unenlightened one. Which you know we recently talked about. If you want to check out that episode, wait, wait, I'm did I look you in the eye? <laughs> oh, did I look at you like yeah. that? Oh, that's wait, no, weird. You like- <laughs> all right? Next, time, I'm, I'm going to cover my eyes when I, I promote an episode, <laughs> so it's not awkward. Okay, like that's like I think I don't know how I never noticed this, but um, we were talking about it this year. You were saying how it's like a musical movie, and that never really occurred to me before but yeah. so yeah i mean talk about like moodiness and aesthetics and it's such a it's such a creepy movie and it's so different from any other horror movie that i've seen other than the wicker man remake which right. is great <laughs> in its own way yeah in its own way yeah Very oh different yeah special. i had to cut out a bunch of just us talking about the remake because <laughs> it just went on way too long i was wrong you shouldn't have done that Number 12, I've got Night of the Living Dead. They're coming to get you, Barbara. Oh, shit. You just fucked your list up. Yeah, I just realized I don't have that anywhere on my list. And well, that's okay. Be. There's definitely movies on here I would bump for that one. Well, it does. it's very informal, so... Yeah. But we still uh, have to talk about that movie. Yeah, I know, dude. Yeah, it's um, aside from being like one of the most influential horror movies, it's the one that invented the flesh-eating zombie, really... Um, and establish the rules, shoot him in the head and everything. And, you know, there's the social commentary like, in the movie. Think about what made what made them make the decision. They're like, okay, yeah, we've seen these other movies with like these like zombie-type creatures. How about they start eating people? Well, I think part of it was it was the idea that they're like the dead back to life, but they're not really called zombies in this. Yeah. In the first one. So he, do you think he wasn't specifically basing them in any way off of like movies like white zombie and uh i don't think there's like i mean there was no intention there at least 
No, I don't think. Um, I mean, other than the, the, I mean, the word zombie is like someone who's supposedly walking dead. You know. Yeah. So I mean, I think there's that connection there, and then you know the movie, of course, has the the commentary. When you think about like the film, the movie landscape at that time, mm. and like what would make you decide yeah and then they're gonna eat people too like that is a fucked up call to make you know oh yeah well it's like around that time like it's my that era the late 60s early 70s is like my favorite sort of era of movies you start getting movies that are bonkers like this and rosemary's baby are both around the same time and really like so dark so disturbing so just totally off the wall weird right and like the only horror movies that are like more modern before that are Peeping Tom and Psycho. Yeah. And... I... I fucking... And I didn't put Peeping Tom on my list because I've only seen it once is really the only reason, I guess. Yeah. Like, I feel like I need to give another watch, but, like, man, that movie... Yeah. It's so great. And, like, it... Like, is such a crime that it's, like... I mean, it's talked about more now, I guess, but... Right. The other thing with The Living Dead is it's also just, I really liked it. Like, yeah. um, I saw the remake first, but it's one of the first horror movies I, that, like, like actually it was the Night of Living Dead remake that got me, like, really into horror movies. Where I'm like, I'm going to start renting all these. Yeah. You know? Number 12. Number 12. For me, I put down The Shining. What do you think, Mark? All I need is a title. I was thinking along the lines of no TV and no beer make Homer something something. Go crazy? Don't mind if I do! (laughs) Number 12. (laughs) It's a movie that you and I do not agree on. Yeah. Although I think you've come around on a little bit. Like it's okay, I just, I I think it should be shorter. (sighs) Everyone gets mad at me about it. I think it's kind of a masterpiece, honestly. I know that that's a popular opinion and it's a lame popular opinion to have, but it is so, it's such, it's so beautifully executed. It's, I mean, again, you know, I'm all about the aesthetics and the way he lines up his shots and... Oh yeah, he's a he's a great director. He's oh, a yeah. genius. I mean, I know that's like such a stupid thing to say, but like it just you don't. It's not every day you see a horror movie that looks like that, you know. No, and I I do one of the things I do like about The Shining though is it's unabashedly a horror movie. That's how people think of it. Yeah, you know, unlike um, like Silence of the Lambs. Where Silence of the Lambs. Try to, like say it's a thriller because it. Yeah, know. there's a dude chasing a girl through the dark wearing night vision goggles. Yeah. Like, you know, there's a guy who rips a dude's face off. Yeah. Like, we're, um, 28 Days Later, the first one, there's some of that, too, where it's like Danny Boyle's like, oh, I don't really like horror movies. It's not a zombie movie. And it's that like, is a horror movie. There's, like, no two. I, I actually don't like 28 Days Later. No, I love 28 Weeks Later. The first one. I just, liked that way better. Yeah, me too. Shots out. Shots, Shots out to out. 28 <laughs> Weeks Later. Bam. <laughs> On the same page. Number 11, Dan. Number 11. 11, 11, 11, 11, 11, You don't have to keep saying 11 if you put on the echo. Uh, but it, I think it works a little better if you do. Oh. <laughs> Please don't do that every time. Um, okay. I put Friday the 13th Part 6. Some folks have a strange idea entertainment. Which is just a movie I really like. Yeah. You know, we have an episode where we talk about it. And uh, <laughs> Dan is covering his eyes right now. Well, I don't want to look at you, weird. <laughs> but we have a. Um, but it's just like when we had Rory. I watched all the Friday Thirteenth movies, and I really liked that one. Mm-hmm. So, and then it was it's on kind de- of a surprise. Yeah, it's, it's like a little hidden gem. 
That's in the how- middle of a franchise of 15 movies <laughs> how many fucking yeah like 12 there's like 12 there? now and uh yeah i just i really like that movie so it's a real fast and furious moment you know like they really came into their own well it's when jason becomes zombie jason yeah. where he becomes superhuman yeah less like michael myers you know mm-hmm. my number 11 is evil dead 2 Groovy. oh nice mm-hmm. you ranked it kind of low but that's fine I know it was. It's so hard. I, I know that's why we're twenty. Having twenty movies gets complicated, you know, because. Sure. It, no, it's great. No, yeah. continue. Yeah, you're gonna agree with some stuff I put ahead of it, but no, it's fine. Um, yeah, it's so goddamn funny and also so creepy and creative, and that it all takes place in this cabin and feels so like rich and like it's obviously pretty enduring in that it's had musicals and television series you Mm -hmm. know fun off from it so excellent pretty sweet movie yeah it's awesome yeah what number we on 11 no did you say you're 11 already yes yeah 10 number 10 what stop doing it doing what we got an echo button for a reason, at least. <laughs> for you to fuck with it to annoy me. What you don't like it? I think it adds a sense of a sense of grandiosity. You're correct. No, let's hear your number ten. Number ten, Return of the Living Dead, mm. which we also did an episode mm-hmm. on. Kind of a splinter sequel to Night of the Living Dead. Yeah. Now you know it's- another very like weird standalone movie, like. What an odd choice. Yeah. To do like, it's like, cause it's not really sequel because in that movie, that movie exists. Right. So They're like, Night of Living that exists, but it's not, you it's know. It's not a movie really. It's based on something that really happened. Like, what a crazy way to say like, this is our entry point to this yeah. world, you know. Directed by and written by the guy who wrote Alien. And I fucking love the music in that movie. Yeah. And that's part of the way the movie was like really influential. I think we talked about it a little at the time, but it was like the soundtrack and all these bands like the Flesh Eaters and TSOL and uh, Rocky Erickson, and you could just buy it at Kmart. Yeah. You know, and like if you didn't live by a mall or something, or, you know, you couldn't really order it on Amazon back then. So it was like a good way to get, you know, that and like plus, the Repo Man soundtrack. Plus, there's like a part in that movie where a skeleton comes out of the crown with its mouth open, <laughs> and then the song. Do you want a party? <laughs> it's up. party time. <laughs> it's so fucking funny. Yeah. Number 10? Number 10 for me. Oh, I put Reanimator. Hill took my serum, my notes, everything. Herbert, you're insane. Now what happened? Yeah. I had to kill him. What? He's dead? Not anymore. Oh, nice. Just, you know, again, just bonkers off the wall crazy movie totally its own thing nothing like it so gory and gross so funny and like and uh, just endlessly rewatchable again at least once a year oh watch yeah watch that fucking movie so good number nine 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 nine, nine. took me a minute <laughs> to get to the button time. uh number nine i've got army of darkness groovy the sequel to Evil Dead 2. Oh yeah, you were um, <laughs> you were wrestling with that one. Well, the thing, like, night. I was like, do like, because it's definitely Evil Dead 2 is a 
like a pretty amazing mix of like slapstick yeah. and gore and horror and Army of Darkness. I mean, there's monsters in it, so it's a horror movie. Yeah, but it's more of like a Middle Ages movie. I guess I would have a harder time categorizing it if it wasn't a sequel to like Evil Dead and Evil it, Dead. Yeah, too. that's kind of but the, because the it is then. Yeah. So, in, but, but um, it's great, and it's um, I saw this before uh, Evil Dead Two, and it was crazy because back then you couldn't like look up. You know, you you didn't just there wasn't right. this cultural lexicon about the movies or whatever, or you couldn't go on IMDb. So it was actually I found Evil Dead Two uh, in Roger Ebert's movie yearbook. I was like, kind of flipping through, and I was like, oh, this movie sounds like a prequel to that movie oh, Army of weird. Darkness. I really like. Oh my god, that is a real window into the world before the internet. Yeah, my, and uh, Army of Darkness. Shouts out to Devlin for showing me the movie. Mm-hmm. Shouts out. Uh, number nine, Elise. Uh, my number nine is Scream. Okay. Yeah. Um, a movie that I definitely like more than you, and I rewatch a lot. Like, if I'm just hanging around the house, especially around Halloween time, and I'm sick of watching fucking Halloween for the hundredth time. Yeah. It's been on, like, the streaming services a lot lately. That's probably part of it, too. Yeah. I, I've... I've for the last few years watched that movie like a ton. It's really rewatchable. I, yeah, you know, it's, it's very. I that's a, that's the thing. I don't know it's like some weird thing that I have though, and we'll probably get into this more as you and I talk about you know my experience with horror. But like, I you know, and this is something that you do too. I think maybe to a lesser degree than I do though. Well, I don't know though. Maybe it's just because it's different movies, but I. I don't find a genre more rewatchable than horror. I don't know yeah. why. Well, at least keep in mind, I, I've watched Friday the 13th Part 6 probably 30 times <laughs> in the last year. So, like... <laughs> That's true. So, I mean, it's just that it's different movies, but... Yeah. All right. Number eight. Eight, 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 <laughs> eight, 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 eight. Uh, This is where I put The Wicker Man. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sweet. Um... I uh, uh, awesome movie. I was like, like fun, another window to time. So I bought the movie on VHS. I really liked it, and I was kind of talking about it. Around my mom, she sounds like she was like, "That sounds like a movie I'd like to see," mm-hmm. you know. And it, I was like, uh, and, you know, and I made up some reason, like, kind of put it off because there's a ton of nudity in that movie, yeah. and I was like 15, and I knew she wasn't that wasn't gonna fly. Yeah, I didn't think that. Has go. she since seen it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She liked it yeah. too, but I was like twenty then. You know? Yeah, she was like, "If I had a time machine, uh. <laughs> um, she does have a time machine though." So she was fine with it. It's She'd weird be- that you still saw the movie then. Yeah, or number eight. Number eight. Uh, I have Black Christmas here. Hello. Hey, mommy. Hey, baby. Baby, I Oh, nice. Black Christmas, I put a bag on your head the very next day. You didn't say anything, so you're dead for the bag. Christmas parody for I, you guys. Maybe it's just because, like, right now it's Christmas that this is, like, ranking is high for me, but this movie has fast become a new favorite. It is so goddamn funny. It's all these, like, really fully drawn, fun, interesting female characters with, like... They don't dwell on their conflicts, really. Um, Margot Kidder slays in this movie. She's yeah. amazing. As we talked about 
on the podcast previously. She fucking cracks a beer open at the police station while they're reporting their missing friend, um, which is a choice that it's a kind of like funny choice you don't see in like a quality or a shitty movie. You know what I mean? Like sometimes a movie's so shitty, they're like, oh, let's just have the characters do bonkers things. But because it kind of toes that line of like, it is kind of bonkers, but yeah. like, it is still pretty quality too. So I feel like the jokes have more punch and the horror does yeah. too. So. And like watching it this year, like, cause we've been, you know, watching horror movies, like, you know, a bit more critical of an eye than when we first started doing this, or at least we've got more, Every time I watch a movie, I try to look at it more like, how would I talk about this on the podcast? You know, I noticed more things and just how influential, like, the direction was in this movie yeah. and stuff. Like, um, you know, it was a huge influence on Halloween, which, like... Yeah. But, you know, it was, like, really kind of where it took the slasher genre where it needed to go. Yeah. Yeah, and the scares are legit. But what I was going to say, too, like, with inter- like, in some ways, it's like, with Black- because Black Christmas exists, you can... Almost imagine a world where Halloween doesn't exist, right. and, ho- and slash movies still kind of become maybe not. Co- you know, you could s- they be kind of similar to what they are, yeah. But without you know, the Black Christmas kind of you know set the set the tone, yeah. Number seven. Number seven. What? 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 You're looking at me you're weird. At me I'm weird. Weird. just waiting for you to be done playing around with your soundboard. Oh. 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 Echo? Ooh. Oh, I don't like that. That's better. Okay. Okay. Do you think that this will be fun for anyone to listen to? No. 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 I'll cut it out. Number seven. Aliens. Game over, man. It's game over. Which is a movie. I get a lot of push... Like... Not to push back on people like it's not a horror movie, but it's a sequel to a horror movie. There are monsters in it, mm-hmm. and uh, it's really intense. It's kind of scary. Yeah, we gotta talk about that movie. Definitely, and um, it's super scary. The part where the aliens are coming in through the ceiling—that's one of the most intense, scariest things I've ever seen in a movie. Yeah, <laughs> like, to this day, you know. Well, and then when she, you know. She finally is like getting out of there, and she's like, "I have to go back in." Yeah, that's and it's like crazy. it's like okay, well, it's already pretty intense getting here. Well, again, like the, a character that's so fully drawn and interesting, and her relationship with like her like surrogate daughter in the movie, like there's a lot going on there that you know. Yeah, the acting and like sort of the except like, for the her, kid. She's well, yeah, she's bad, bad. <laughs> but uh, giving her like a, a, a really well-rounded character makes the whole. The rest yeah. of the movie gives you something to hang it on. For sure. But you have a seven. Ave, you're next. Do you do commercials? Because those are my favorite. No. Mm-hmm. no. No, he doesn't do commercials. Mm, really? I just think that is just the height of the art form these days. It's so fun. It's so solid. It's a great, like, revenge movie. Um, but, I, I mean, I guess you would call it a revenge movie. Um, when it, you know, the twist is that, you know, this one character in the movie is a survivalist from the outback where they say Akadaka, probably. Definitely. And, uh, but even the scenes earlier in the movie, before all that is revealed, um, with just the home invasion stuff, is, like, super scary. Um, Some really really good kills in that movie. Yeah. It's just, it's very, like, authentic and cool, and, like, the people 
in it we're like obviously so invested in the movie and like having a fun time with it so it's really solid definitely yeah i mean I, a it, new new classic for me yeah spoilers it's not on my list yeah you know but uh it's a good, solid movie another movie we don't see eye to eye on no it's fine that's why we're doing this that's why we have two <laughs> separate lists number can you imagine if we tried to make a list together we should have done that as a podcast (laughs) just like record the whole process honestly too like fun fact some of the worst fights we've ever gotten into were at video stores trying to rent a movie you'd be like i picked a movie i thought you would like to like you know it doesn't that is how it would go though yeah i always compromised and dan never did okay uh (laughs) number six 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 it's, uh, it's actually just number six. That was it. Yeah, six is correct. Yeah, I know. I said six, 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 though. It's like it's like a spooky thing I, I did. I, ooh. Keep doing every- a cute thing at every number. <laughs> Stop it. It's like we're at Portillo's. It's like number six. Your is fixed. <laughs> so, number six, the thing. It is infantic. what i put down well 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 <laughs> looks like we finally matched up because i have the thing at number six. Oh, that's well. awesome yep I, was, it, I thought it would happen a little sooner than this but yeah yeah and at the same ranking i could easily see arguments for this being like number one but 100 oh, percent yeah it's so it's really solid it's so solid it's a, it's so scary it's so different um it's so totally underrated the special effects are amazing. Yeah. So super intense. The blood scene is like one of the scariest. So yeah. good. Yeah. That's Kurt Russell, which, you know. Yeah. Hachicha. Keith right. David's in it too, man. Yeah. I love fucking Keith. love Keith David. It's, um, it's really solid and it's like, it's definitely a movie. Like if someone's like trying to get into horror, I'd be like, check this one out. You know, it's pretty scary though. Yeah, but it yes, is, but I that's agree. why I would it's, tell him to watch it. It's it's one that, if you're not into horror, there's a pretty good chance you've never seen it, so... Right. Yeah. And, you know, on, like, a lot of lists, it's not... Like, if you read one in Entertainment Weekly, it wouldn't make it Mm-mm. necessarily, and it's better than a lot of those yeah. movies. It'd be like watching silent movies. That's yeah. the kind of shit they do. I mean, Osprey's okay, but it's mm-hmm. no the thing. I've still never seen The Cabinet of Dr. Caligari, which is always, like... Very highly ranked. Yeah, I've never seen it either. So we're idiots, people. (laughs) Why are you even listening to us? Yeah. Number five. What you got? Texas Chainsaw Massacre. The most bizarre and brutal series of crimes in America. (sighs) You have that too high. You you ranked your next over Reanimator, so (sighs) I don't want to hear it. That's true. I... Mm, I really only based it on what I would rather watch. And I don't know. Yeah, Reanimator's pretty high. I agree. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Yeah, I don't probably, beat yourself I up. I could honestly probably swap those two out. But I wrote the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. No. It's, um, it's making a judgy face, but No, like, I, five is fine. Yeah. I accept it. It's in my top five. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's fucking bonkers. It's yeah. the first episode we did, too. Because I could talk about that movie for three hours. Mm-hmm. I have so much to say about that movie. Yeah. 
we're not going to do it right now. Yeah. This episode's gone long Actually, enough. Actually, let's just talk about the Texas Chainsaw Massacre instead. I have, for number five, uh, Candyman. Be my victim. Oh, that movie rules. Yeah. <sighs> you don't have it on your list. No. Yeah. That's really good. It's so good. It again, so totally underrated. Um, yeah. So scary. It's, it's also... Int- and complex. Like, mm-hmm. It's one of the few, like good horror movies around that era like yeah. the 90s until you get to like there's scream. like almost nothing around that yeah time, like yeah. there's Wes craven's new nightmare yeah is really good around then but not a ton in the not, early but 90s not nearly as good as candy man right and candy man is like criminally underrated and is i think part of why it's not more popular is like it's so sad too you know yeah. like the ending is really sad but and it's got the it's got the whole you know dealing with social issues too like a lot of movies yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. unbelievable. And then one thing, one thing about it, it's a little bit of a rough watch. There's a baby in peril, but the baby ends up being okay in the end. So I Spo- can't spoilers, yeah. people. <laughs> I can't deal with like if something is going to happen to a baby, I don't want any. I don't want to know about that movie. I don't want to think about that movie. So mm-hmm. number four. Um, Why don't you go first this time? Dawn of the Dead. Okay. Funny you should say that, because I put Halloween. <laughs> okay, we both ranked fine. our... Yeah, our, each other's favorite at four. Yeah. What, what it's kind you, of a fuck you to each other, huh? I guess. <laughs> what do you have to say about uh, Dawn of the Dead? It's fucking amazing. Again, like, talk about atmosphere and aesthetics. I can't get enough of it. And it's, it's, so, it's very dark and it's very disturbing. Characters are interesting. It's really long, but it's a movie I can really live in, so I don't mind. Yeah. Got another movie we watch every year. So yeah. At least and, once. Uh, I wrote on Halloween. Yeah. Which, um, another one of the episodes where we went crazy long. Yeah. <laughs> but there's, there's so much to say, but I feel like, you know, didn't leave, you know... I could I could keep talking about the movie. Oh yeah, I yeah. I feel like if I were to re-listen to our Halloween episodes, I would be like, "Oh fuck, I really really missed an opportunity to speak about, you know, Annie's character and her dynamic with Lori there and, and you know, and oddly enough, I feel the same way about Freddy vs. Jason, the <laughs> other episode that was a two-part. I was like, "Ah, uh, especially cuz I read that book on Jason movies and I'm like, "Ah, oh, man, I wish I could have brought that up." Yeah. That like Brad Renfro was considered for. We're talking about Halloween now. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, it and, is. And John Carpenter might be my favorite director. Yeah. So there's that. Number three. I have. Am I starting off now? Yeah, I, we switched. Yeah, we switched. Okay. I have. It follows. Uh, another new classic for me. I've watched it many times. I'm wondering if I ranked it a little high, but like... It, I don't know, you really like that movie. I really like it. There's so much I like about it, and it's so scary. It's obvious, it's, I wouldn't say it's derivative, it's just very strongly influenced, you know, by Carpenter, and but very well executed. Yeah, it's uh, good. No, I mean, I think it's ballsy you've got so many new movies on yeah. your list, like, you know, yeah. getting outside your box a little bit, you know, or... I don't know, but just taking a risk, like yeah, I don't know. Uh, but yeah, that movie's really good too. Yeah, it's solid. Number three, I have Reanimator. Get a job in a sideshow. Okay. And it's a movie when people are like, "Hey, what's a horror movie to watch that like, you know, if they're 
they've watched some horror movies and they're like, what's like something to see? I'm like, you should see Reanimator because <laughs> it's bonkers. Yeah, you know, and I feel like that's a movie that when I've made a top five before, like Reanimator has landed in my top five. So it's like really goofy that I have it so high in this list. It's, I have it well, at you, number you know. 10 here. But I think if I, because I, I don't have to worry about variety as much in a top 20 because it's just going to sure. be there naturally with five with like a top five, you know, I have to think about like, you know, what yeah, you really got to pare it down. Yeah. So, but yeah, reanimator is amazing. Yeah. And, um, yeah. And again, it's really, and that's maybe the best example of like the horror genre, like a horror movie. Like, yeah, I couldn't really see a movie like that in anything else. Yeah. Like, it's just awesome. <laughs> and then, uh, which brings me to my second one, evil dead Two. Groovy. Another, crazy movie Mm -hmm. which is uh my kind of thing yep i have of course texas chainsaw massacre at number two and number one we gave it away i've got Mm -hmm. dawn of the dead perfect baby perfect got halloween he's gone he's gone from here the evil is gone and uh no surprises here yeah, Dawn of the Dead is, uh, the, like, as you could probably tell by me and Jim spazzing out for, like, two hours. Uh, I really could just keep going on and on about that movie. But it, more than anything, like, when I saw it, it blew me, it completely blew me away. Mm-hmm. And that's, like, I was already into horror movies, but that was in... It's the only movie that, like, scares me in any way, and it really affects me to this day. Like, I still watch it, like... Every few weeks, pretty much. Do you really watch it that often? Yeah, I watch it pretty often. It's been a while now. Yeah. Because I've just got The Sopranos. You go through, yeah, you go through like phases of... Yeah, with a movie. Yeah. What do you have to say about Halloween? Um, I didn't have the same... It was a slower burn for me with Halloween. Um, The first time I saw it, I wasn't yeah. paying that much attention. And I really liked it. Like, I would watch it here and there. I don't know. It's a movie that really needs to be taken in. And so, at some point, you know, although I had liked it before, I watched, I really sat down and watched it one night, and I really fell in love with it, and I saw all the details that made it such a standout and so scary. Since then, it's just become my favorite movie and it's another one I could just live in it because of yeah. just you know the atmosphere and I, I don't know what it is about seeing scares over and over again and why you know well it's the same thing like when we watch The Simpsons like we used to start laughing before yeah. the joke happens right it's just like oh I love this part you know but yeah no it'll it's it's my number one and it always will be so. all right any uh, final thoughts oh runners honorable up mentions? yeah honorable yeah. mentions. I had Green Room as an honorable mention. I know you had it on your list. I had uh, Train to Busan. Yeah. Oh, that's a good Again, honorable Again, I, I don't have the yeah. guts, like, pulling the trigger like you. like <laughs> a new one. <laughs> But, like, Train to Busan, it's on Netflix right now. and probably will be when this episode comes out. And that's a, it's a really intense zombie it's movie. It's so good. I loved it. It's yeah. A, it's Korean. Yeah. I what? have The Creature from the Black Lagoon in my honorable mentions as well. It, got, it didn't make the cut. It came close. I, I cut it for something else. I don't sure. remember what. And you know what? I added Nightmare on Elm Street as an honorable mention because really, it's not that great of a movie in a lot of ways, but Freddy is 
You could put so what? So maybe, indelible. And- I'll do your homework for your real honorable mention is Dream Warriors. <laughs> I love Dream Warriors. It's good, man. All right. Well, I we think did that's it. it. We did All it. Right. Top 20. Top 20. Uh, mm-hmm. Keep it spooky, folks. Keep and it spooky. Uh, eat at Bennigan's. Oh, God. Mm. Eat at Bennigan's. <laughs> <laughs> Two favorite we things. With. We end with Keep It Spooky. Keep Stop it spooky. ruining our show. <laughs> <laughs>